We're just Neanderthals. Don't listen to our opinions. Welcome to the Fantasy Caveman. This is Max from Mexican, and I'm here with Gilbert Kichi. And our special guest today is Esteban. All right. So, Max, what's our first topic? Or how are we getting into this? I, I want to go ahead and kick off by, by having everyone look at the standings. I think this has been one of the tightest races that we've had in I don't know how many years. Because usually we, we always got like someone that just takes off and maybe they're like 7-0, and oh, maybe they're 6-1. and one, And then everyone else is like 3 and something. Or like right right now what I'm looking at is that we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 4, 3 teams. And then the bottom of the barrel is two and four and one, two and five and oh, two five and two five. So I, I feel like this is a really tight race, and this is the tightest that I've ever seen. Steve, he's drinking. What do you think, Gilbert? What do you think? Oh well, I, I mean, I could jump in if uh, if he's not paying attention. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this is the first time uh, Esteban has tried, according to himself. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's why he's uh, he's not already in the bottom ten. That's already going to make it closer because he's trying, supposedly. And uh, I, I think talking to you on this podcast made me get it uh, together. Because you're following my advice. Well, not because I'm following your advice, but you, you're getting me to pay attention. Because I, I, I just throw games when I'm not paying attention. Like that's how you and Steve got a win off me. But wait, how are we? What do you got it? Where? Um, how long has this podcast been going? Because clearly there's been a bit of backing throughout these weeks. Uh, uh, well, let's see. You've missed so many, so many episodes. So uh, I'll give you a recap. Uh, okay. Week one, we uh, we did the same thing we did at the start of this one, where we're just trying to figure out the equipment, and then we failed. Okay. And then uh, week two, we actually recorded content and got a lot uh, talked about how. Uh, I was doing well, but then I kind of fucked up in the middle, mm-hmm. and that uh, I was on the I was going to go on the downswing, and that's when I lost like three games. Uh, and then, uh, all right, so Steve, uh, and uh, yeah, we talked about the biggest losers and the biggest winners, and I think uh, when we talked about it last time, the very obvious losers were the ones who are even still now currently on the bottom. So, Daniel. Rigo and Jose. And then uh, I also threw myself in the, in the ring for the biggest loser. Cause I knew I was about to go through a, a harsh losing streak, but then I, I did make my comeback. Uh, and then biggest winners were Max, you, and I think Ivan. So since then other people have kind of picked up a little bit too. Okay. Hello? I, I didn't hear you. Say, okay, I couldn't hear you. Were you talking? Oh, I guess if I shift over, but no, I mean, I'm on a three-game losing streak myself. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about like, and it all happened when my uh, star running back went down. You know, McCaffrey went down, and pretty much that was where, you know, when not without having an IR spot, <laughs> I got a hold of. <laughs> I can't drop him. Well, that's basically what happened to me because I lost fucking uh, my quarterback. Also, uh, Julio Jones got injured like immediately, but he wasn't, he was always like questionable. So he would get test in one, two, a couple three, games. Test one, two, three. There you go. That sounds good, right, Steve? It sounded better. Let me first jump in since I've been here, I got here late to the show. Let me jump in first and just say the Regal team sucks balls. 
Let me let me. Let's be honest. Know. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I really he has uh Herbert, who he's an idiot, and and he wasn't using Herbert. He always seemed to use Herbert when he had bad games. He has uh Ridley, who okay, I had high hopes for him, and that that fucker just sucks this year. Um, he picked up Emmanuel Sanders. He has Lamar Jackson as his other QB. He got Barkley only for him to get hurt after again. So, so real quick, since we're going to talk about injuries, like, is it? I feel like I say this every year, but has this been the most fucking injuries in the NFL season? I don't think so. I think right now it's just. Uh, I think a lot of the key players are going down for just a, a longer period of time. Because before, I want to say in the prior season, you saw a lot more of like season-ending injuries too, though. And out of this year, I don't even know. I'm, there's a couple that are season ending, but I mean, I don't think it, it's been as bad. I, I mean, right now it's just, I think it's more consistently happening, but they're out for two, three, four weeks. And that makes or breaks your fantasy season. Yeah. After Max shamed me for, for holding on to players, I started making moves. And I think it's worked out. So Bar- <laughs> Barkley's now questionable. Uh, Kittle, IR. Jones out. David Montgomery, IR. Miles Sanders recently out. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Eclair, IR. Carson, uh, running back for Seattle, IR. Davis, uh, doubtful. Galladay, questionable. Thomas, Logan Thomas, the uh, tight end for Washington, IR. Will Fuller, okay, he's always injured, but he's in the IR. Uh, Latavius, questionable. D, uh, DJ Chark, uh, IR. Uh, Samuel Washington running back out Mostert IR, although he gets injured every year. So I, again, I guess it's just because. But I, I, but I think you're looking at it in the wrong thing too, though. How many? There's a lot of starters in there, but there's also a lot of them that are like the backups or something. Yeah, the backup. So it's, not, it's not like critical to your fantasy. You know, your fantasy value. They're all like the second string because you probably weren't going to play them anyway. No, hey, I, I was I mean, trying to play Julio Jones. I, I was, and and that was I I, I was going to call that the biggest mistake of my draft because I was going to pick Julio Jones, and my finger slipped on my iPad and I picked up Cooper Cup, and that is the greatest mistake that I've ever made in fantasy football. Yeah, he he, I think he lost me a game against you and Steve because I just had him in there, and I I was hopeful that that questionable would not be questionable, but it was. <laughs> So, so well, what, hold on. So I didn't finish my 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 rant right now. So okay, when, when you finish your rant, I want you to finish with saying how you pivoted from losing McCaffrey because you were in the top three positions going up. Like maybe I think you were in first place at one point, and then second, and then third, and you kept moving. You did not leave. You, you did not dip the bottom, the top five, where anyone else who lost McCaffrey might have just gone all the way down. So end your rant with what you did to stay on top. All right. So again. Back to, uh, I'll say one more time, Regal's team is freaking trash. I mean, he should have been able to make the moves to adjust. Clearly, he hasn't. Uh, and luckily for him, everybody's still kind of close. Uh, Jose, I don't even know what he's doing. He might as well just, like, he must have did the slum buster to get out of his uh, O for, for the season. Uh, and Juan, I mean, I don't know how he's in second. Let's be honest. I mean, I figured he drafted Jay Cutler again. And, you know, we just didn't know about it. But when it comes down to it, I think, you know, we you're talking about I really it, it wasn't so much that I did anything different. It was just a matter of that 
I, I don't think I had had any losses. I've, I'm, I've lost three games right now in a row. You picked up Michael Thomas? I've had Michael Thomas from the first week. I've had him there. Oh, I thought Jesse drafted him. No, I've had him. I, I haven't done like anything really different. It's just that I've lost the last three games because McCaffrey's out. To be fair, though, like you, you could have been, you could have been closer to that, uh, to that lower end if I was paying attention in the first few weeks. Because you beat me by what, like two points or something? Yeah, but if that's the case too, I wouldn't even had. I was, I was playing two. I played two tight ends for the past three weeks. So you know, because I took the risk of Michael Thomas, and I, I wasn't expecting uh, McCaffrey to get hurt, where I wasn't going to need an extra wide receiver. So I didn't want to drop either one. And so right now I'm, I'm risking it because I had those four wins. And for clarification on my point, your part, you're tied for third, but you're technically eighth in the standings with all the tiebreakers. Yes. And really, I'm actually, I would say you would just consider me eighth because I have the least amount of points forced. So, so what's the plan with McCaffrey? Because I keep hearing that he's going to, like, he's practicing again now. They just, they're trying to be safe with him. Uh, did he did he play or did he play two weeks ago? And then they're like, no, we don't want him back. Just give him like a little bit or what happened? I, I haven't paid attention. I mean, Carolina as far as football. I know, they just uh, he they almost made a, he almost came back on the second week after his injury, but they took him off of that. And then I think now they're just gonna let him rest. Of the I think they were initially saying three weeks, though. Three weeks would be, or is it four weeks? Because I think he's gonna come back probably next week, not this week. I do want to say that without McCaffrey, my team is also suffering because I have DJ Moore. And without McCaffrey as an easy out for Sam Darnold, like the boy, like he just fucking sucks now. Like he, he like McCaffrey was his like security blanket and it's gone now and he just can't get the job done. Well, yeah, well, you need a run game too, right? To have a pass game like that changes the game. But McCaffrey was good at like uh, he's a good receiver too. So like whenever Darnold was in trouble, McCaffrey was right there to just like an easy checkdown pass. Yeah, no, I mean it makes sense. I just think that at the end of the day, you're it, it, in any football team, you're gonna if your run game isn't working, then all they're gonna be doing is protecting the pass, right? And pretty much uh, you, you, that that leaves all your wide receivers pretty, you know. You're gonna get slim pickings throughout the the week, basically. I, th- I think what you mean to say, Steve, is that leaves them pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know where we're keeping these PG thirteen or rated R or what are we D- at? Don't worry, they could it, Max could post bleep me. I think right. Is that a oh, thing? No, let's let's be honest. The only people we're gonna send this to is our league, and they're and even then, like <laughs> half of them are gonna be the ones listening to it. That's true. Okay. We could PGify it later. So if we're so what moves are you looking to make? to stay in the running because again it's a tight race everyone's good you just really need some wins to for until McCaffrey comes back until uh, your wide receiver comes back what are you looking at I mean for me to be honest I think the moment that hold on the, the moment that uh wasn't gets back McCaffrey I'll drop the, the basically because I picked up the second string right I have to pick up a new running back but ideally is what I, what I'm hoping for to happen is that when Michael Thomas comes back, he starts dropping some points. You know, I didn't stash him off my my roster just so that he could come back and give me only five points. Like, Be- because I'm looking at your roster and I feel like your weakest point is Lockett, and it's not because Lockett is a bad player, but because Geno Smith isn't passing to him. Right. No, and I, again, I think at that point, 
it, it, like me sitting Lockett out if if Michael Thomas is is actually doing you know getting me the 10 12 13 points a, a game I could put him at that wide receiver spot and basically I'll change I'll get my other running back and dro- uh, drop uh, my second string and pick up someone else that's on the basically the free agents because I mean you're talking about there's a couple of good players that are still out there that will give you decent double-digit points. And, and that's what I said last time we were talking. As much as I like to bitch about how limited our, our benches, how limited our – how locked down our rosters are, I mean, I'm looking at the running back pool, and uh, Mitchell's still out there. Edmonds just had a, a 12-point game on Thursday um, with um, – Saquon out Booker is still is is a pretty decent option considering the matchup against Kansas City. Um Antonio Gibson is still out there. Um Collins is out there. You can run on Jacksonville. Um I'm afraid to give you this advice, but uh Gainwell is still out there against Detroit and with um what's his name? The first string is it Miles Sanders out? He's the number 1. I mean, dude, at the end of the day, uh, you, you have to think about it like, how can I put it? I think we, the the league itself that we have, even if you actually lose someone to injury, there's plenty of players that are still there for you to actually make your team to stay in the running, right? Like, it's just the moves that you make. But, you know, it's hard and, and it becomes a very difficult, uh, you know, decision that someone has to make because you only could hold two running backs, right? Is like there's sometimes where you have two really good running backs and you have to make a decision to drop someone because they're going to be out what eight weeks or seven weeks. Because if you lose those six seven weeks, I mean you're pretty much you're pretty you might your playoff hopes are good routes of potential to be gone already, right? Um, oh, I agree, I agree. So Gilbert, I'm looking at your roster right now, and I think you 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 have some juicy matchups. Uh, Wentz against Tennessee, I think that, that that's going to be a high-scoring game according to, like, Vegas odd makers. Derrick Henry's always going to smash. I regret not picking him. Uh, Kamara's just now lighting it up for me, but there were some really bad weeks that I regret not picking him. I picked Kamara over Henry. Um, the Minnesota game looks good against Dallas, so Thielen is going to be a good one. I feel like your weakest point outside of Thursday's game with Tunyon where he's uh, injured and out for the rest of the season. By the way, Gilbert, did you know your tight end is done for the season? Uh, well, I mean, I already played him, so so there's nothing I could do anymore. I see that yeah. he's like out. I think, um, I think Debo Samuel might be your weakest link. Um. And that's just because people are starting to come back for that team. So I don't, I don't know if he's going to be the favorite target or not. Um, outside of that, I think you have a pretty solid lineup. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think what I started doing now differently is just if I see that they're skipping practice that week or not playing in practice, I'm just dropping them and, and putting someone else who looks more promising. What, what, are, you you're putting um, more what are you using to know? Normal. You're talking about you're looking at practice? What, no, what I, just, I just mean like I, I just mean like the little thing on ESPN where it's like if you click on them and it says if it says questionable or whatever, I look at it and it says, oh, they 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 were only doing light practice or they're skipping practice this week, whatever the shit that says. And I'm like, fuck it. If if they're not playing enough, I'm just going to go ahead and go with someone who's not already injured, at least. It's okay, so, so, 
So, so that, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to get to that as well. So, wait. I I want to say that that's a really good strategy as far as when when you know that people have been injured or if they have that questionable tag or doubtful tag, if they're not practicing, then that's something to look out for. But when you have those veterans, like like if if Derrick Henry like you know like tweaked something at a game and he didn't practice like the last two games, like if he didn't practice on Thursday or Friday. I wouldn't be worried about it because it's Derrick Henry, right? Like, that's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. They're, they're going to they're gonna let him rest because they don't want him to work out anything until the game. Okay, okay. Well, let me put it like this. If they've been pro producing and they haven't failed me yet, then I kind of let it slide. But, like, Julio Jones, for instance, uh, he was questionable goddamn every fucking week this season. And I played him thinking the same, like, okay, he's a, he, he'll, he'll do something and then – Fucking then he was out or whatever. So then I just, I finally just dropped him. I, I want to say that Julio Jones commented on his own status and his quote was, I hope to be a game time decision, which <laughs> you really don't want to hear from the players. Like the players are always like, yeah, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play. And then like someone on the coaching staff would be like, well, we want to be careful with them. We don't want them to hurt them even more. We, we're, we're looking at the playoffs. Where we're looking for further down the season. So we want to rest him and we want to make sure that he comes back 100%. When a player starts saying that, that that starts getting like really weird. So, you know, that's just something that's funny. The thing that I want to talk about for my team, and I want to hear your opinion, um, Jalen Hurts, my quarterback, I feel like he's a ticking time bomb. And just one of these days, he's going to have a game that he can't come back from. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really watching the game, but I'm, I'm looking at the box score. I'm looking at everything. All his points come in at the fourth quarter. Like he's he's a garbage time quarterback, and one of these days they're gonna stuff him in the fourth quarter, and he's not gonna get me any games. And on top of that, he's losing a lot, so there's only a matter of time before they just decide to bench him. So if you were what me, I, or what advice yeah, do you have me? Should should I be should I be looking at the waiver wire and start looking to replace him now, or should I just write it out and then as soon as he gets benched or as soon as he loses me that game? then start looking for options. Because right now I'm sitting pretty at, at first place. I think you got time to hold them. Hold them until, you, until it fails you. And then that's when you make the change. I mean, you got to remember, there's, a, there's players out there. You're going to be able to find someone to replace to give you a, at least similar numbers, maybe not the best numbers, you know, but probably get you 80% of what he was giving you. Um, <laughs> it's, worth, it's worth holding on to me. Why would you? Why would you switch with what's working, even though he's giving you garbage time points? The the reason that I look for switching is because I wanna I wanna be ahead of the curve. Because again, because it's such a tight race, like if if I lose one and half of y'all win one, then all of a sudden I'm I'm looking at the tiebreaker fifth place or whatever, even though we're all five and whatever. Um and not only that, like he reminds me of Blake Bortles. Like Blake Bortles was horrible for real life football. But if you had him in fantasy, he was winning you games. Like in the fourth quarter, he's down by two touchdowns, and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to do a Hail Mary, or I'm just going to sling it. And he's just, you know, even those small little catches, even if they didn't produce a touchdown, he was getting you points through yardage. Max, so uh, looking at your schedule, next you're playing basically three of the worst teams in our league. Like that that's your net, your schedule. Now, now granted – you know, there, there's still a chance for some of these because uh, the league is so close that they're not out of it yet. But I think I think you'll probably be fine, honestly. Like, 
at the end of those three weeks, if you're not still close to the top, then then I don't know. All your players have to be injured or some shit. All right. Follow-up question. How retarded am I for picking up Watson? The, tra- the trade deadline is next Thursday. So basically, I'm holding them until then to see what happens. And if nothing but you got to remember, even him. if they trade him, he probably still won't play. Okay, so if if he goes to Miami, uh, he he's taking over Tua. Like maybe they'll fight it out or something. If if he goes, if he goes, to, no, uh, I I heard that they're trade. If he goes to Miami, I thought that Tua's going to uh, he's going to another team. Like he's part of. I the think package. it was Washington. I think it was yeah, Washington. He's part if, if so, it's Miami. I think I think there's a chance he goes to Philadelphia and replaces Hertz, um, and then Carolina with whatever's happening with Sam Darnold. That's also a possibility. Like it gets crazy this time of year before the trade deadline. Anything can happen. But I just decided to cover my bases just in case, because as it stands right now, the the Eagles and the Texans have the same bye week. I still feel that they're you know this is going to be even if he gets traded, he might not even really play. Like they're trading her for probably next season, maybe. It, it, I mean, honestly, if I were the Texans, I would let him play because he's better than Mills, and just show teams that he still has it. And all these desperate teams that don't have quarterbacks will be like, "Okay, this guy can win me games. I'll trade for him." I, I don't understand why they're not. I, that, I would sit him down and be like, "Look, I'm willing to trade you, but I want something good. Let's let you play." Show them you still got it, and then we'll trade you. So I don't understand what the Texans are doing. They're they're ass backwards. All right, my this is my next question: Is it too soon to start looking at the playoff schedule for your players? Mm, I don't think so. I think if you're looking for your your, I, I think you should start planning ahead to, for, as an example, know. What defense you should that potentially might be out there that might be a better matchup in the playoffs if if you have that opportunity, or what like maybe not so much your players, but I think like the interchangeable ones would that could make the difference in your game would be a defense, right? Like if you could play a matchup in the playoffs, like it, let's assume that you know someone's playing against the Texans, you might want to pick them up. You know, they're freaking, you might get some good points, like. It, it, things like that, but I mean, when it comes to the starters, you could look at that too. But I think that that's gonna be that's gonna depend on like. I still think that's gonna depend a little bit on luck, right? Like it, it could go both ways. If you have this hard, like, it, it, the running game goes off on a shitty team, nobody is gonna get receiving yards. Uh, for me, I definitely need to look because uh, right now is where I have a. Uh, a lot of bye weeks those last couple of weeks in in our playoff game. So, and remind I, remind me what is our what is our season like? Because you know they added another game, so there's 70 games this year, right? Correct. And Ivan did not do an adjustment. So our 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 regular schedule goes until week 12, and then our playoff schedule is 13, 14, 15. Okay. Is there a, is there a way to adjust that or no? Oh no, fuck y'all! I'm in first place. I'm gonna fight y'all tooth and nail to say that this already set, <laughs> and I better not fucking change it now. No, 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 we can't change it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but so but I will agree that for next year we should go all the way to week 17. So then, basically, we only have what a couple games left. Um, what is it? Week eight? Week nine? Yeah, we're on week eight. So you're saying that we have what five games left? 
Four. Yeah, this week and then four more. Yeah, five. No shit. Okay. And, and that's why I'm saying, like, and, and the question, that, and, and just to phrase my same question differently, if you have a, a wide receiver two, a wide receiver three, and there's someone on the on the on the waiver wire that kind of that's that can that that's inconsistent, but is going to have some juicy matchups for weeks 13, 14, 15, are you willing to drop? your wide receiver two or maybe uh, what, what could be considered in an NFL wide receiver three for someone that's probably a four or a three, but has juicier matchups towards the end of the year. I don't think so. I think, I think if this was a PPR league, I would say yes, but I think because it's not, I, I think you run the risk of you're, you're gambling with the whole like, uh, uh, you know, boom or bust big time because, you know, if it's a PPR, someone who, who's maybe a three or four wide receiver, they could get a bunch of receptions, never get a touchdown, right? And in our league, he could get 10 receptions and 30 yards and he only gave you three points. You know, like, I, I think it's a, it's a risky move to do. FYI, Jared Judy's coming off IR and he's still on our waiver wire. And week, week 13, Kansas City... Week 14, Detroit. Week 15, Cincinnati. So if you have, if uh, if Michael Thomas starts looking scary for you, you can pick up Jared Judy. <laughs> I have to drop. Uh, I have to probably. I will probably drop. What's his name before? How 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 off or how long is it is um, Russell Wilson out till? Hey, I I still have him. <laughs> he's out. He's out uh, till week. Uh, what is it? Yeah, okay, uh, I'll, I'll give you the news. Uh, Russell Wilson is expected to have the pin removed from his middle finger within the next week. So it sounds like his uh, finger will be healed this or next week. So I, I don't know what that means as far as when they'll put him back in. <laughs> Playoffs. I think by that point, it might be too late. I might have to drop Lockett before then. I feel like that's two weeks because I think – I think um, Russell Wilson wants to come back. He wants to play. Um, so I, I feel like you're you're looking at like two weeks, maybe tops. But on, well, your, on your throwing hand, though. I mean, he was trying to play with it already fucked up. Yeah, but that's before. Like, it's one thing when it when it just happened. It, it's a different thing when it's already been messed up, and you know that it's messed up. Your adrenaline's no longer up. Like, I don't think that works. Well, Max, uh, Carson Wentz doesn't have his bye week until week 14. So if he, uh, so long as it's before then, I'm going to be holding on to Russell Wilson. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is a bad pick. Um, I th I, again, I think, I think he's going to have a great game this weekend for AKA DraftKings. I'm going to fucking pick him for my court quarterback. Um, so I, okay, I, I, think, I think it's great. Huh? You haven't joined the DraftKings league. Uh, He's never gonna join it. It's, it's too much thinking for him. <laughs> I, I, that that was definitely uh, one of my fears. That I was like, uh, this sounds like more work than our current fantasy league. I don't know if I'm down for that. It's a lot easier. It's a it's a game of numbers. You have fifty thousand dollars. You pick a couple players, and that's it. It's a lot more work because not only are you competing against people that are looking at the same players as you, you're also trying to pick players that no one is picking that you think is going to like blow up and have a great game. But I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. 
I, I'm so addicted to this that I, I convinced everyone in the on the chat to do one specifically for Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go ahead and pivot away from football. Thank y'all for for listening to this. Um, and just in case you weren't listening, Rigo sucks, Jose sucks, and Juan sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I don't even care if Juan is doing better than those people. He still sucks. Crash team. Like, you're talking <laughs> about like one of those like like. You know, he just stumbled across those players. They're probably auto pick, to be honest. No, I mean, no, no. I, I just I'll, enjoy. I'll I just enjoy the fact that they they donate money to the fantasy community every year. <laughs> hey, I don't hey. care if I was there watching them pick his team. I'm gonna say that they were auto picks. I, All right, I, 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 I'm gonna give Juan my... a little bit of credit, and I'm gonna say that he he listens to his podcasts. <laughs> not not one no, no. unlike ours. I, I will say that, but Juan's then he goes for like way. dark horses. He, he goes for like dark horses when yeah, there's plenty Juan of good getting, picks. Juan oh. was getting the sleeper report, and no, then no, he's picked no. up as number two pick. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Like I, I want to take a step back because that's exactly what I was going to mention. Juan has come a long way because he went from just looking at the sleeper picks and making all the sleepers his picks. <laughs> To like really studying it, looking at like you know top prospects, mixing it up with veterans that have produced in the past, rookies <laughs> that are that that have good potential, and then his sleeper sleeper picks. It's not like Rudy that's picking a fucking kicker in the fifth round, or or, or that was like so enamored with the HBO Hard Knocks that he picks all Browns. <laughs> all right, all right, Max. See ya. All right, later. See you next week. Later. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. Bye.